0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. He reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is March 28th, 2022. Yesterday was March 27th, 2022. And guess what? March 27th? Well, that was my birthday. I turned the big four or five. I'm almost half a century years old. Um, How do I feel? You know, to be honest, I don't feel much older. I guess when you get older, you know, really count your birthdays. Um, I'm not to the point yet where I'm really feeling my age too much. I remember when I first turned 30 and I started to realize my um, athletic performance going down. My knees would uh, start to hurt more when I would run. I couldn't cut as well as I could back then when I was my my 20-year-old. But I don't play football anymore. I don't play football even in the park anymore. I think it's been about 10 years since I actually played a football game. I mean, any kind of football game in the park. Uh, I'm not even talking about a real football game. I'm talking about just a pickup game at the park and meet some guys over there in the field and just have fun. Um, I really miss those days, but, you know, I just... uh, uh, Because I don't do football anymore, I don't have that pressure on my joints. Um, I do a lot of road um, cycling right now, and, um, you know, my athletic performance regarding that is still on par. You know, maybe a little heavier because I'm eating way too much cookies. Uh, But other than that, it has nothing to do with my age. Uh, So anyway, it's 1.18 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late. I'm not really working. Just finished uh, correcting a script. Uh, One of my friends is an aspiring screenwriter, and uh, I told her I would help her get to the next level, and help level up her skills, so she can hopefully make a run at becoming professional, and I just really think she has a lot of potential out there, so I'm, and, uh, you know, I'm wishing her the best of luck after I do this, and I'm going to hopefully mentor her in the right direction, so, uh, but other than that, really didn't do much on my birthday, yep, I worked on her script on my birthday, oh, I watched the movie on my birthday, I watched The Lost City, that movie, by the way, uh, let's see, let's give it a grade, that's It wasn't that great. Why don't we just say that? I watched the trailer. This is the movie with Sandra Bullock, Shannon Tatum, and Brad Pitt starring that... What was his name? Harry Potter kid. You know, the Harry Potter guy. Daniel Radcliffe? Is his last name actually Radcliffe? I'm I'm not going off notes, by the way, people. But anyway, Sandra Bullock, she plays a novelist. And, uh, you know, she gets kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe because apparently Daniel Radcliffe wants to know where this treasure is. And she has a talent about, I think, reading type of some, some type of hieroglyphics or something like that. And uh, her romance novels actually include, um, I guess, real, I guess, real archaeological stuff. And uh, Daniel Radcliffe's character notices it, says notices it, and he's been searching for this like lost treasure his entire life. And well, you know, she gets kidnapped, and then who goes out to rescue her? Shannon Tatum. The guy, the cover model for all of her romance novels. Now, that's a pretty good premise for a movie. Unfortunately, the screenwriters didn't really do a good job of uh, creating really good, believable conflict and just really shallow characters. Uh, Most of the movie is just an excuse to make people laugh and unfortunately you know there's not a lot of those laugh out loud scenes there's maybe one or two of them and most of those are just created by just the chemistry of Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum Uh, they do a really good job at acting you know just doing their best with a mediocre script I just wish this script would just give them so much more to work with Um, and the characters would just be so much you know just so much well more well-rounded so Shannon Tatum and Sandra Bullock and you know and, uh, you know, uh, who's that guy? Um, Brad Pitt could have uh, something to work with other than just some just really shallow, comical characters. You know, you know, just because you write comedy, it doesn't mean the characters have to be very shallow at all. Um, if you ever watched Airplane or Hot Shots or even The Naked Gun, the characters in there and the character development in there is, is honestly pretty good. You know, you have three-dimensional characters. Uh, they're, they are associated with a certain type of personality type. So people can, funny, funny enough, relate to them, even though it's a comical character. But uh, in this movie, The Lost City, it is not one of those. It's not no Romancing the Stone. I thought it was going to be like Romancing the Stone. It is absolutely not. Um, but... What can I say? Well, I had a fun time watching the movie because I watched it with uh, my family, and uh, that 's what that 's what really counts. Um, if you must know on other than watching this movie, I did do a barbecue uh, for my birthday uh, grilled a few steaks on top of the grill um, i didn 't do a very good job at grilling them they were cooked perfectly, uh, but I was in a rush because I wanted to watch this movie i I, I I didn't wait for the coals to turn white before I put the um, I guess the the food on the grill, and because of that, um, I could taste some of that gasoline flavor. I don't think that the, the the gasoline flavor or the gas actually burned off of the coals when I tried to start it. So that's not good. That's really that's really not good. But even then, the steaks they were still um, edible. There, it was, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's equivalent to what I taste over at Outback Steakhouse or maybe a step above, but, uh, not my best. On Saturday, though, on Saturday, I was invited to a freedom barbecue, uh, March 26th. And you know what was really incredible on that day was that on March 26th, the indoor mask mandates here in Hawaii dropped. Um, also that the travel restrictions also dropped here in Hawaii. So if you want to come to Hawaii, We're pretty much open 100%. You don't need to be vaccinated. You don't have to have a negative COVID test to get on that plane to come to Hawaii. By the way, airfare is just insanely low. And from California to here, it's about 280 bucks, 250 bucks for a round trip. That's crazy. That is crazy, insane low. And, um, and, uh, and on top of that, like, uh, you don't have to wear masks indoors anymore. So what happened yesterday was that they had a burn your mask event over down at the park. And, um, my, my friend, movie guy Keone and I, and also, uh, our other friend, we call him Omaron because he had, cro- he, he had the Omicron virus and his name is Ron. So we call him Omaron. Uh, all of us went down there to that event to, to kind of, um, well, we went down there to celebrate this event and also to, to kind of help out. But we ended up, you know, I guess we, we helped out so much. I guess we made a difference at this event because, you know, they weren't... It wasn't well, as well prepared as it should have been, unfortunately. So it's a burn the mask event, right? And, and the funny thing about it is that nobody came there on their side prepared with a plan on how to burn the mask. Uh, so luckily... You know, they had me there, who's a experienced pit master, and I knew how to create a fire for them. So I created a, a nice little, oh, a nice little fire, uh, that was really hot that would be able to burn these masks as soon as it hit the fire. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I did that by, by putting a lot of newspaper into a, uh, I guess a McDonald's uh, paper bag. Just shoved in there, put a lot of coals in there, and then put some, some mesquite chiave wood right on top of there. And we had a nice little bonfire. Um, that, and that when they put their mask on there, it would just explode. So it was so hot that they could throw whatever they want in there and it would just melt in- instantly. And it was kind of a moving event because uh, before everyone burned their mask, they had a story to tell. And it was, I saw it in their eyes that, you know, even though a lot of them, them there were just freedom fighters. Before COVID, everyone there, you know, they, they would not stand up for freedom. They would not stand up for the Constitution. You know, here on the conservative side, we would always say the liberals are going to take away our Constitution. They're going to take away this. You know, they're going to destroy America. And these are people who are, who are patriots now, but they didn't see the light back then because they were just busy going on with their life, you know, in the norm. And then all of a sudden, COVID happens, and they see every right that they were entitled to under the Constitution get taken away, and they turn into warriors out of just nobodies. They were literally nobodies going along in their life, just enjoying it, enjoying America because Trump made a good America. And all of a sudden, Democrat governors come along, you know, take away your Constitution your constitutional rights in the name of safety. And Joe Biden amplifies that with rhetoric and also action. And on on top of this, all of this is justified because Fauci lies. Fauci lied, 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 and lied. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering, Fauci has yet to prove whether or not masks actually work. All right? There is no scientific proof that shows masks actually work. Especially when you throw in human, um, I guess, human behavior into that, into that, uh, I guess, uh, into that equation, right? What happens when we have the mask on? We take it off. We put it in our pocket. If COVID is around, now if COVID is on our hand, now it's in our pocket, right? That's not the most cleanly, cleanliness type of way to handle a mask or to handle something when there's a virus that's so contagious out there that's more contagious than measles, Right? What can I say? What can I tell you people? But anyway, right now, I can say with confidence that Hawaii has joined the other 50 states out there in freedom. And now we can breathe easily when we go shopping. But you know what's really interesting? So on the 26th, that's when the day um, the mask mandates were dropped, Um, I go over there to Sam's Club. I go over there to Sam's Club, and when I'm checking in, they're showing my card, my membership card to get in, Show it to the lady, and she tells me, Sir, you need a mask. And I said, No, I don't. The mask mandate is over. And she said, No, it's not, sir. Please put on a mask. She has a heavy, heavy Filipino accent. And uh, her, and I said, I'm not putting on a mask. And she says, Well, you can't enter. Now, I see everyone else in the store entering with a mask on. And then her coworker comes up to her and tells her, the mask mandate is over. And she says, what? What? The mask mandate is over? We don't have to wear these things? And, and she says, well, I don't want to wear it then. And they both, she takes off her mask. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't get the memo, right? So I start walking around Sam's Club and I start realizing the majority of the people, people in here are wearing masks. The governor has said, you don't need to wear masks indoors and you're wearing a mask. What is wrong with you people? And then, you know, there's no mask mandate on the outside. And I am still seeing, to this very day, here in Hawaii, people driving alone in their car wearing masks. I see people walking their dog alone wearing masks. You know, I'm not sure if they're wearing masks, to virtue signal to everyone out there that they're a good liberal soldier, or are they just consumed with fear that they're going to get COVID somehow? Are they that scared? I'll tell you a really quick, quick story. So I have a, I'm really close with one of my cousins. We're getting closer. And his wife is from Korea. And both him and his wife are triple vaxxed, right? That's what they call it. They don't call it uh, triple vaxxed is what they call it in um, Great Britain. Uh, I'm doubly vaxxed. That's what they call it for me because I took the first two shots of the Pfizer or the Moderna. Uh, but if you're triple vaxxed, that means you got the booster, right? So they're triple vaxxed. And, um, you know, uh, she, she's a hypochondriac. She, she, she washes her hands all the time. And then she wears a mask all the time because, you know, you know that's what they do in South Korea, by the way. It's, it's part of their culture because they live through SARS and MERS. So if you go over there, there's no mask mandate, but the culture there, they do wear masks very, very often. It's just who they are. So guess what? She goes up there to Korea and she gets COVID. <laughs> then I get a message from her saying, Steve, I got COVID. I'm COVID girl right now, right? And and for her, it's just like it's almost equivalent of, of having the flu. Um, her nose is running. No shortness of breath. Uh, it's going in and out of her just as quickly as it came. And within a couple of days, she's out of her place, having fun now. She's no longer contagious. And um, now, the funny thing about it is that her mother, her grandmother, all of her relatives who were infect, who were uh, triply vax, wore a mask all the time and washed their hands all the time. They got infected with COVID. Her uncle, (laughs) you know, God bless her uncle, who's like, i he must be a big time conservative because he said, I'm not taking no Vax. I'm not even taking the booster. I'm not not taking nothing. I'm not going to even wear a mask. I'm not even going to wash my hands. He didn't get COVID. He still is COVID free to this very day. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of my friends right now who have not taken the vax and they are completely 100% COVID-free. A lot of the people there at the event um, did not take the vaccine and uh, they, they are 100% COVID-free. And I saw a stat that showed that more people, just with this new Omicron wave, that the people who were getting infected the most were the people who were getting boosted. Now, isn't that incredible? I mean, we're talking about night and day. And not many Americans are actually boosted now. There's only about 30% of America and only maybe about 21% of people in Hawaii who are triply vaxxed and what people who took the, who who took the booster, but the majority of the people who took the booster actually got COVID. Now, there is an argument out there that's surfacing that shows that people who are triply vaxed, their immune system has actually weakened. Now... I can see that happening. How can I see that happening? Well, a lot of times if you take too much medicine, well, your, your body becomes immune to that medicine. That, that medicine stops working. That's, that happens with all types of medicines out there. For, so for example, I think a lot of you have noticed that if you start taking a certain headache medicine or a certain allergy medicine, Eventually that, you know, Claritin or, you know, Allegra wouldn't work for you. Um, you know, Tylenol won't work for you. You have to maybe switch to Advil or something like that. So certain medications afterwards, your body just, you, you know, your body just, uh, it just doesn't react to that medication the same way. It becomes completely useless, right? You know, you, you might as well not take anything. And, um, could the third dose of vaccine be kind of like that? Well, there's an argument for it because, there is a there, i mean it, the stat is like night and day out there because very little people got the got the triple on va- um, the the booster let's say I almost say triple vaxed and the majority of the omicron uh, cases are the people who got triple vaxed so there's something there now the good news is that omicron has given us herd immunity natural herd immunity that works and now you know because we have you know, again, we have herd immunity built in with all the other variants, people who are somewhat vaccinated like myself and the people who have gotten the Omicron and were vaccinated or just Omicron. Now we have the super herd immunity um, and that should last for a very long time because what happens right now? Well, this COVID-19 virus is no longer novel. Do you understand that? The only reason why COVID-19 was dangerous was because it was a novel virus. Our body had no idea how how to fight it. Now it does. and But you know what? If you keep taking a a vaccine for this, your body won't know how to fight it. So right now, my advice for you, of course, I'm not a doctor, but it kind of makes a little sense right here. You know what? I think the booster shouldn't be taken, especially right now because it's not being updated for Omicron or any of the new variants out there. And on top of that, we're getting new information out there from Pfizer that had to be court, um, released through court order that shows that, you know, the Pfizer vaccine actually killed 1,200 people. 1,200 people uh, got, you know, died from the Pfizer vaccine and they hid the amount of, of uh, people who were included in this test. So we really don't know what the percentage of people who died who got the COVID vaccine, but they redacted in this, when they released this, um, when they released this study, this clinical trial that they had regarding the Pfizer vaccine, we got to see all the adverse effects, how many people died, but one thing which they redacted was the number of participants in this clinical study. So we don't know if there was 100,000 people and 1,200 people died of that. We don't know if it was 500,000, we don't know if it was 10,000 people. They won't show that number, so we don't know the percentage of the fatality rate out there. Shouldn't we know the fatality rate? They're hiding something. Why are they hiding something so important? And because they're not transparent, I can tell you, you shouldn't take the vaccine because they're hiding something out there. And you know, we should demand one hundred percent transparency from Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, and all of these um, drug companies. You know, if we're being forced to take a medication that could potentially kill us, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Boy, I got kind of off subject on my birthday, right? So, what can I say? <laughs> you know, turning 45 years old—it's almost 50, right? And I think I must be going through some type of midlife crisis right now because I, you know, I think a lot of you know I'm going to be starting a barbecue company. I'll be um, I'll be transitioning my way out of the wedding industry. I'm still going to keep Dream Wedding Suite around, but um, I will be hopefully turning this company over. Uh, to someone who I trust. Um, I won't tell you who that is because, you know, I have to play a little, little close to the vest, but hopefully I can train these people really, really well to take over my company and uh, still have me uh, involved somehow, more in a smaller sense, but I think they can take Dream Weddings away to the next level. I'm really hoping so. Uh, but, you know, I've been doing weddings for about 20-plus years. Uh, it's not that I hate doing weddings. I love doing weddings. Um, I just want to challenge myself with something else so i think i love barbecue right now i just love it love it love it and uh you know this barbecue restaurant that we're opening uh it's going to be more than just barbecue you know it's going to be a conservative hub we're going to have this podcast is going to be all about this podcast barbecue two movies is going to be integrated on there Oh, we may we may do actually video podcasts from there um but we're going to have a podcast studio there we're going to have a photography studio there so, and we're going to have Hawaiian music there. So people, if they want to come see photographs, they want to see a podcast film, they want to be a conservative and share, like, share barbecue with like-minded people, and they want, want to listen to the greatest Hawaiian music in Hawaii, they can come to our restaurant. I think that's a pretty cool place, right? And oh, if you're into barbecue, you can, you can taste a juicy brisket smoked on beautiful kiawe wood. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I'm going to turn that thing off. That's my Facebook message going off. and uh, that's not yours that's mine but I'm gonna I just put that on mute there anyway anyway so you know is that a midlife crisis thing where you want to like you know I guess is that what they call it you want to like start doing something new but uh we haven't really you know to be honest we haven't really started uh going gung-ho on this entire like barbecue thing yet be um, primarily because the government has been getting in our way now two years ago I was prepared to just, you know, buy that commercial smoker and just go. I didn't have as much experience as I do now, you know, smoking meat. Um it's a good thing that didn't happen. But what happened before was that all of a sudden COVID hit and we said, "Whoa, why don't we just wait a little while because there's all these restrictions." Now as we're getting open, all of a sudden the cost of food is just skyrocketing. So now the cost of opening up a restaurant and uh and and making a really decent profit, well, that has, you know, that that profit margin has gone down dramatically and to make things a lot more complicated. Now Joe Biden comes out there and says, there's going to be a food shortage. What? So if there's going to be a food shortage, that makes makes things really, really complicated. And thirdly here in the state of Hawaii, uh, we're trying to be these really great like eco warriors. So now they're saying, well, for our plate lunches, we have to use these really crappy um, disposable or biodegradable, um, plates that when you put something in it, uh, just say for example, rice in a brisket, it just folds over like a soft tortilla and has no body to it, uh, because it's just absorbing all of that brisket juice, which you want, you know? So yeah, we, if we can't put brisket on a plate without, you know, risking it, like folding like a soft tortilla, you know, how are we going to serve our food? And, and how are we going to serve our food if brisket prices are through the roof? And how are we going to serve our food if there's no food to serve? Because there's a food shortage. <laughs> Joe Biden and the Democrats keep getting in my way of my midlife crisis, apparently. <laughs> I just want to start this barbecue company and they're doing this. <sighs> what is this world coming to? What is this world coming to? You know, um, while I was in the movie theater, um, a notification flashed over my phone. And, uh, you know, and the movie had not started yet. And I got, I got this news notification saying that Will Smith slapped the S out of Chris Rock. And I said, what? At the Oscars, right? So then it took me to a link, a YouTube link, and it showed the actual clip of uh, Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith. Apparently, Chris Rock had, well, not really insulted. He had a comedy bit over there uh, on, the, um, on the Oscars. And uh, during that comedy bit, uh, he made a joke, an insult joke, about Jada Pinkett, who was right there, um, asking her if she's ready for G.I. Jane too, Because she was, she shaved her head completely bald. We're talking like Sinead O'Connor bald, right? I mean, she was a cue ball. Now, now, it wasn't a very nice joke. It was an insult. A lot of people laughed. Will Smith kind of laughed. But then Will Smith, all of a sudden, he gets offended. He walks up to Chris Rock, and he slaps him. I mean, this was a slap. And I said, whoa, whoa, look at that. And Chris Rock, I mean, he took it like a man. He didn't cry. You know, getting slapped it does hurt because it's uh, it stings. It's not like, you know, I would rather get, punch and get a slap because that, that slap, when you get slapped, even if you get slapped on your, on your back, you know, that stings, right? So he, he, wasn't teary eyed at all. And, uh, he just went on with his bit. It was very, very awkward. And then when Will Smith went back to his, um, table, he said, leave my wife's effing name out of your jokes. Now I'm just wondering why he was so, you know, animated like that. I mean, that is just unlike Will Smith. And it, it almost makes me feel like I don't want to watch Will Smith's movies anymore because that is just horrible. I mean, that is that is so rude. I never thought Will Smith would ever do something like that, in I guess, in my lifetime or ever, right? And then, you know, it's even weirder is that Chris Rock is not going to press any charges. And on top of that... Will Smith was allowed to actually receive his award. I thought there should be some type of code of conduct type of, um, I guess, uh, policy out there, right? You know, you know, Kanye West went up, I think when it was, uh, I forgot who um, got that award. I think it was the female, uh, during the Grammys. And he took the award from her and then, you know, tried to give it to someone else because he thought it, that, other, that award deserved to go to someone else. Um, I forgot, who was that, that, that attractive blonde? I forgot her name. Anyway, I don't care. But you know, people kept saying Kanye West was out of his mind for doing that. That's still not as bad as what Will Smith did. Will Smith did something really, really bad, and that's assault. You can get sued for that. You can get sued up the wazoo for that. But Chris Rock is not even raising a finger, not even complaining right now. He'll probably just laugh it off. He may actually get more, more, um, I guess, uh, I guess more, more attention than Will Smith. I think Will Smith may even get canceled by a lot of movie studios. I really think so because that's not a good look. That's really not a good look. Could you imagine if a white actor would have done that to Chris Rock? All of a sudden, you know, there'll be screams of racism out there, right? And could you imagine if Chris Rock were white? Then what would the then what would the narrative be then? I'm just wondering if if that wasn't Will Smith, what if you know Chris Rock insulted someone from the audience who was a nobody, and they walked up and they slapped him? Would Chris Rock sue him or her? What if it was a woman? What if it was a transgender woman? What if Caitlyn Jenner went up there and slapped him? What would happen then? <laughs> We're living in a woke world you have to ask yourself these types of questions. All right, people. I've been talking for 26 minutes. It's 1.43 a.m. in the morning. I better get to bed. It was really good, you know, talking about, you know, I guess my 45th birthday to you folks. I hope your weekend was good. I'm going to start, try to start podcasting a little bit more. Um, oh, you know, I should because there's a lot to talk about there. Joe Biden almost caused World War III on my birthday, right? Because he said we want regime change in Russia. <sighs> But I could talk about that for another hour, but I won't. I'll keep it light. So thank you for listening. I'll catch you around. And that is it. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2movies. That's bbq t-o movies yeah the t-o is not the number two by the way it is t-o like terrell owens so that's bbq two movies catch you around